0: Hi, welcome to the Dana Show. I actually prepared for this Dana Show, so that's going to be interesting. Um, You are watching the Halloween Spectacular. Is es muy bien. Um, so, today, I have a stack of papers, and um, we are going to be going into a uh a very uh, on point a, a theme related uh, trailing discussion on mental health um, tonight's topic being Halloween and such I will be talking about the personality masks that we wear haha <laughs> masks Halloween oh it's so funny hmm <laughs> so, Let's talk about that. Uh, there's lots of reasons. Uh, well, let, first, let's talk about what a mask is. Um, a mask is... Uh, well, a personality mask is something... It, it's a <clears throat> basically an act you put on. Um, uh, you're portraying certain mannerisms to... Uh, either soothe yourself in some way to prevent... Uh, emotional injury um, to make it through a difficult time we can use it to manage stress Um, we can do it with all sorts of stuff Um, we've got uh, hey Vera, thanks (laughs) so there's all sorts of reasons we use masks Um, autistic people use them to act neurotypical i mean to blend in with the weird way people talk that aren't autistic um there's masks people use at work my work mask could be professional um you may have a certain mask that you a personality mask that you wear when you go uh to your in-laws house or out to a special event or a gala, as it were. Uh, there's um, masks that you wear in front of your kids to help you be more appropriate, to help you maybe be more understanding. Um, so there's, there's lots of reasons people wear masks. They mask their personality for all sorts of reasons. Um, we're going to go over some of the different types that people use to kind of <clears throat> that each one of these is kind of a coping mechanism um, the the mask can kind of change your the word the type of words that you use uh, your facial expressions might change uh, you may uh, have different types of body language um, your your actions and your intentions for your actions may even change you may like, if, if you're like, well, I need to act tough. I mean, if you're not typically a tough acting person, I and mean, you may want to seem more intimidating, you know, pump puff up your chest, stand up straight, make lots of eye contact, don't smile, you know, look tough. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's, there's all sorts of things people do to mask their actual personality at the moment. Um, I'm just going to go in order here. I've got a a list of jeez how many of these are there i've got 11 on this list and i'm sure there's more um absolutely but these are um these are some of the different masks that mental health professionals uh are sure should be keen on recognizing so the first one on our list the number one is the martyr or victim mask um it's described here as the martyr or victim mask does not accept blame to protect the wearer's self esteem. Um, instead, if you or, an, or a loved one use this mask, you may blame things on the outside world, other people, and other things like your problems and failures to help protect you and your fragile sense of self or self esteem. Um, so let's explore that a little bit. Um, I think some people get confused, um, I'll start right off with this one, um, the victim mask. Uh, I think there's a very clear definition, or very clear line that you can draw between somebody who is actually a victim of emotional or physical abuse, and someone who is just shirking blame. Um... They want to avoid accountability because it attacks their fragile sense of self. Um, an easy thing people do is, uh, blame shifting, where if somebody comes to them with a problem, um, say, I don't know, um, I let a friend borrow a motorcycle and they brought it back without gas and it was all dirty, and... I say, hey, um, so I let you borrow my motorcycle and you brought it back empty and it's dirty. I'm kind of upset about that. Like if I'm going to let you borrow something, um, it would be nice if you brought it back in the same kind of condition that you took it in. I, I think I'm apology. The barter would say, oh, well, I couldn't because your bike wasn't running good. I don't like the way it drives, and I just, I, I was trying to fix it, and I was looking at the engine, and I actually did you a big favor by looking at the engine to try to see what was wrong with it, and I rode it around a lot to make sure it was running right before I got back. Uh, but don't have to thank me. You just can be mad at me because I got it dirty. That's an example of somebody who's shifting the blame like i come to you with a complaint you turn it around and make me the bad guy and you're the victim um that's the the victim or the martyr mask um look at all what i did for everybody but nobody thanks me the um as opposed to someone who's actually a victim where somebody's like yeah, I feel really bad and I'm upset and my feelings are hurt right now. And like, I've had a really bad experience and somebody's treated me poorly and I need time to recover. That's not being a victim. Like, that. that that's not acting like a victim. That is actually being a victim. <laughs> so I think a lot of people get those confused. I think um, you, you have some people with some more uh, narcissistic personality traits who would say that the people that they're taking advantage of act like victims well they don't act like victims they are victims and one of the things a narcissistic person does is they do they wear the martyr mask they they like to wear the victim mask nothing is ever their fault and if they're approached with something that is that they're trying to hold them accountable for um that type of person is going to shift the blame back onto you or something else or another external situation or uh something difficult in their life and they're the victim and it's not fair and now you're the aggressor um there's a big uh I, th- I see that a lot, actually. A lot of people really don't want to take any accountability for um, the their behavior or uh, letting somebody else down. So they always want to blame something else as if it actually like makes somebody like them better. Or, I don't know, maybe it just protects them. Like Maybe they have a really fragile sense of their self. Like, maybe they just can't take criticism. Maybe they can't hold themselves accountable because they... Are fragile and sensitive. Maybe they just can't do it. I don't know. Um, there's, I, I, I mean, we'll get to some of mine in here. There, um, uh, there's some, there's some good ones. <laughs> I have, I have some toxic masks that I wear. We'll get to them. Um, but that's, that's the victim or the martyr mask. Somebody who always, uh, makes themselves the victim, makes them the there's, there's always a scapegoat there's always something else a, a situation or a circumstance to blame but it's not them um, they're awesome and it couldn't be them so that's a good one <laughs> um, what else have we got here oh here's a fun one we've all, we've all experienced this mask the bully mask um, if you feel self-doubt or have been abused, you may turn out to be a bully or wear a bully mask um, as a way to keep people away. This may take the form of acting out physically, poking fun at others, or coercing others to accept your opinion to overcompensate for for your poor self-esteem. Ooh, that's a good one, the bully mask. So, it's typically somebody that has a lot of self doubt, um, somebody who is maybe uh maybe they're fragile in social situations and they overcompensate by wearing the bully mask to make themselves appear tough. Um it looks like three different ways to act out as a bully. Um, everybody's experienced one of these at one point or another. Um You've got the physical bully. I mean, I can say, yeah, I went to Catholic school and for sure was physically bullied. I was chubby and weird. Chubby and weird don't bode well in any school, let alone Catholic school. So, yep, I was, uh, I've experienced the physical bully, for sure. Um, and that's... There's... Still, people that don't grow out of that. Um, there's um, the picking fun, picking on other people, bully. The 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 guy who's again probably really sensitive. Maybe they hear a lot of the the bullying phrases at home. Uh, you're stupid. You're fat. You're ugly. Uh, joking around at somebody about their weight. Like, you're so heavy that. The earth is like, yo, that's a lot of gravity compared to my gravitational pull because you're much larger than me because of your fatness. That is bullying. <laughs> um, bullying. Let's, let's bully. Let's be a bully for a minute. Um, you are so ugly that, um, people find you generally difficult to look at. Ba-doom-ching. <laughs> I'm terrible at this right now. Um, anyway, so I think we get the idea there. Um, the bully that picks on you, that uh, makes fun of you, uh, maybe it tries to embarrass you, uh, maybe you go out to a social function and they're like, oh hey, nice shoes. Your shoes look stupid. They're all worn out. Let's all look at this guy's shoes. They suck. That's a bully. I hate them. I don't hate them. I pity them. Um, what else? Oh, the last one. This is by first by by the worst bully mask you can wear, in my opinion, the coercion one, the coercion bully. Oh boy, that's great. Um, hey, let, uh, let's pretend I'm the coercive bully. I, I always think of like the pushy salesman. Um who's always got something, like, stupid and clever to say to redirect you to do what they want. Um, Hey, Dana, do you want to go to the movies? No, I don't really want to go to the movies. I'm kind of tired. I like to stay home. Well, it doesn't take a lot of uh, exercise or exertion to go to the movies. Um, You do like movies, don't you? Yeah, I, I like movies. I just don't want to go to the movies right now. Um, well, you remember the other day when uh, I did you that favor? Um, I carried that thing out and put it in your car. Um, you never paid back that favor. You you kind of owe me. You should go to the movies with me. Okay, I don't I don't want to go to the movies, and I don't know how me carrying a thing out to the car and is has anything to do with. Uh, going to the movies, I don't really want to. All right, well, I, I really want you to go because I'm having a hard time, and I would really—it's it, a really—it's a movie that you wanted to see. Yeah. You know, so the coercive bully—I think you get the idea—the the person that just won't let you have a contradicting opinion, um, the person that maybe just doesn't understand that people have different wants and desires. There's always a logical reason that uh you should feel the same way they do like it's like the 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 coercive bully will manipulate you will use guilt trips um will throw things from your the past in your face to get you to agree with their opinion uh they'll they'll um try to embarrass you they will um use like previous things that they've done for you to guilt you into doing things they'll maybe even call on your mental health say what uh is it's something that's safe for you to go to because your your anxiety is fine in the movie theaters but anyway so the coercive bully the the bully that just won't leave well enough alone the, the bully that has to make everybody's opinion their opinion like that they can't let other people have a different perspective they can't let other people's feelings or other people's opinions be they've always got to be right um and they're manipulative they're trying to get their way uh they're fragile um these people are obviously somebody who can't tolerate uh somebody else um having a, a a different look um maybe that's highlighting things about themselves Um, maybe uh, they were bullied like that as a child Um, maybe they uh, are really sensitive about the way they look so they pick on other people to uh, take the attention off of them maybe they're very self-conscious of their physical appearance maybe they are worried that their clothes aren't that nice so they pick on somebody else that they think is worse than them or lower than them to build themselves up to make themselves feel special Um, or it could even be a way of uh, pushing people away maybe they fear uh, uh, an emotional connection with somebody Uh, maybe they are scared to talk about their feelings maybe they don't know how to talk about their feelings maybe uh, they're in a situation where the people Maybe they just don't understand what the people are about. Like, maybe you've got your your typical jock that wants to go to a Bills game, but instead his wife drags him to an art expo, and he's around a bunch of people that are weird to him, make him uncomfortable, might be a bully in that situation to make himself feel cool, Um, just might feel uncomfortable. Um, The coercive bullies... um, they are worried that they are just not going to get their way. They're, they're probably the most selfish out of all of them. Um, the coercive bully, uh, they're just overcompensating for like their own poor self-esteem. Um, they're trying to force other people to agree with them, to see things from their perspective so they don't feel alone in their fragile state. Um, so, there, there's the bully. I mean, I... I I don't know. I, I, I don't understand why. But, I mean, the, these are coping mechanisms that people usually develop as kids and they carry into adulthood and they, they're more bad habits than anything. Uh, but they can really turn into a, like a personality disorder. Like some of these things are super selfish. Like, ugly selfish. But as a kid, you can get away with it. As a grown-up, I think people see it. Um the humor mask. Ha ah, this is what this one hits close to home. I've got this one. <laughs> yeah. Let's go through here. People may use the humor or may use humor to prevent getting laughed at by others or to hide feelings of sadness. After all, no one can laugh at you if you're already laughing at yourself. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, and others also don't know how you really feel. So, if you want to hide your pain, do it with humor. So, the humor mask. Um, yeah, I can talk about this one personally. I use the humor mask in almost every social situation because I get uncomfortable. Um, I'm, I, I've always had a really hard time. Uh, when when I was a kid, I had a really hard time making friends. Um, I had uh, I didn't have many neighbors or anything. I didn't have like really anybody to play with that was my own age until I was like eight. Um, most of the time, I was just by myself. Um, when I I try to get kids from school to come to my house and like I have a pool, I have all these Legos. Please come play with me. And they just I was just different than a lot of them, so they just didn't really get along with me. Um, fast forward to the future, I just want people to like me. Um, I, out of fear of being the outcast or the black sheep or, uh, just being lonely, it's kind of a catch-22 for me. I have the same, I have a, a contradicting fear of, um, I, I'm, I'm scared that, uh, nobody will like me and i also um worry that uh, i Well, it feeds into a later thing so I, um, I, I i try to make people laugh i i understand what it's like to be sad i know what it's like to uh, feel lonely um, or even something i might be insecure about like say I fart in public well I'm going to be the first one to laugh at myself because if I'm already laughing at myself it's obviously okay to laugh and everybody can laugh at me and I don't feel as embarrassed that's a great example of wearing the humor mask I poop my pants woo Billy Madison, remember Billy Madison where the kid peed his pants and then he peed his pants too and he's like look how cool the cool kids are we peed our pants see you can make it cool it's cool to pee your pants so the humor mask um you can use it to the humor mask is great because it's super versatile um you can use it to dodge awkward moments um you can use it when you're feeling uh low self-esteemy you can use it to cheer up a friend when they're feeling down Uh, you can use it to win over a group of people that you maybe just met and hey this guy's funny we enjoy him we'll have him around more um you can use it at work to um diffuse uh maybe you have a customer or somebody comes in and they're grumpy that day and they could be a difficult customer maybe you can use your humor mask to cheer them up so the humor mask is actually kind of great um I, uh, there's not in in my, I mean, it can obviously go too far. I mean, it's, it's still a mask. It's still not your true self. It's not an authentic representation of yourself, but out of a lot of them, I think it's probably one of the most harmless. Like it's, it's more or less like it, it makes people happy. And Honestly, like, if, it, if it's making people happy and it's helping you be a little bit more comfortable in an awkward situation, uh, there, there's worse things that you could be doing. <laughs> so, that's one I'm not going to be too hard on myself about. Um, but the humor mask is a good one. You, use the humor mask, I, I say. Use it well. Use it wisely. Next, we have the calm mask. Calm. Some people wear the calm mask in nearly every situation. If this is you or a loved one, uh, you or your loved one might bottle up their emotional responses and show only a calm, even composure. When this happens, the emotions have no place to go. A person wearing the calm mask may eventually explode. Or become emotionally dysregulated. Oh, ho, ho. I've seen the calm mask. And that's a terrifying one. That's just like... The, the, the calm mask is like you're pumping up a basketball with a hand pump. And you're on like 1001, 1002, 1003 pumps. And it's ready to explode. But everything is still and quiet. Nothing scary is happening yet! Oh, the calm mask um it can be good it's actually uh it's a, a form of disassociation really um i think people use the calm mask in um situations where they feel is- emotionally dysregulated to begin with um, maybe they have a really strong executive function like somebody who has really good control of their emotions um, unfortunately, somebody in this situation, it may be one of those where, um, maybe they have such good control of their emotions because they don't process them. Um, I think a lot of people, uh, have an uncomfortable time dealing and diving into their negative emotions, um, going through thinking about, uh, something that hurt you, something that somebody said, uh, Sorry, fiddling with my mic. There we go. Um, anyway, like thinking about um, difficult social situations, things that maybe hurt your feelings, um, sad memories, of uh, traumatic event, like something scary, something abrupt. I mean, maybe you were frightened, maybe you were angry, but rather than processing those emotions and letting yourself feel them, uh, maybe you used the the calm mask and you just push them to the side and don't deal with them don't express them um that can come out in a lot of ways maybe you uh have need a a physical outlet for that uh, pent up anger i mean sure it, it helps greatly in situations where you need calm and composure but when you put off dealing with your emotions like that It gets ugly. Maybe you need somebody to talk to about it. Maybe you need to learn how to self-soothe yourself. Let those emotions come out and practice being with it and practicing mindfulness and working through those emotions in a healthy way. Um, The calm mask, I suppose, if if you're somebody who's really emotionally mature and you do a good job of processing your emotions, um... I think the calm mask can be a really useful tool, especially if you're somebody who deals with, uh, stressful environments, like say maybe like, a an EMT or an ambulance tech or an emergency room doctor or a police officer or, um, a lawyer, uh, situations where you might get passionate, you might get scared. Uh, you might be running on adrenaline, uh, in a lot of cases, that calm mask can save your life. Um, some situations where you're dealing with a family member in a fight or something, you can look like a psychopath. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that, that might be one that you could put off till later. Um, don't wear the calm mask during sex. That's that's a crazy thing to do, and you're gonna. It's not gonna. You're you're not gonna get repeats. On that one. Ugh. Um. What else have we got here? Um. Ah, the overachieving mask. Let's talk about the overachieving mask. This is going to be exciting. Uh. Oh no no. Yeah. Overachieving mask. If you're wearing the overachieving mask, you you may strive for perfection. Anyone using this mask might hope to gain acceptance and praise for doing things perfectly. The image of themselves they portray to the public is key to their (gasps) self-esteem. Ooh, there's a good one. The Overachiever. That makes me sad. The Overachiever mask is somebody who in almost every instance is trying to win the love of a parent or a loved one somebody who uh, from their youth maybe it was mom maybe it was dad maybe they always wanted their big brother to be proud of them for something I don't know but being held to ridiculously high expectations and never feeling like you accomplished what you uh what was good enough to win the love or admiration or respect of your parents or a loved one, that's... The overachieving mask sucks, and it's just a hurt child trying to feel love through doing... basically jumping through hoops. Literally, literally just trying to... Do their absolute best to feel good about themselves. Um, their brains been trained in a way that they have to keep pushing themselves constantly to do better and get the next thing, because they have a fragile sense of self. They, um, let's see, in this case, self-esteem relies too heavily on being perfect, which means you uh, might internalize any mistake and the need for perfection can also cause a constant state of anxiety I think some people get wound up in the overachiever mask they forget to take it off sometimes Um, it's almost uh, habit forming where you just keep packing your calendar full of thing after thing trying to get all those chores done trying to make progress on a 100 different irons that are in the fire I mean, there's no time to self-reflect, but your fragile sense of self may make it hard for you to self-reflect. Maybe you need to be constantly busy and constantly achieving things and going places and going on trips and experiencing things all the time because you have a really fragile sense of self. Maybe you just don't like to be calm and alone with yourself Maybe you just don't like yourself inside. I don't know. Um, the overachieving mask is disassociation again you're you're just you're you're trying you're you're putting your feelings aside, you're putting your well-being aside and you're focusing on stuff. Um, it's kind of shallow, it's kind of superficial. and whatever parent did this to you you're probably going to do well in a capitalist society, but you're going to feel hollow and empty and lonely inside. It's going to be hard for you to connect with yourself. It's going to be hard for you to feel good about yourself unless you're constantly striving for perfection, unless you're constantly making progress towards goals that are ahead of your peers, or, I don't know, uh, uh, accumulating status symbols, it's it's a really shallow mask, um, and it's really just, it, it wants their, it's, it's a child that wants their parents to say, hey, you did the best, and I'm so proud of you, and you have my love, <laughs> because they were raised with conditional love. Um, everything was probably transactional. Uh, I love you if you get an A. I will be so proud of you if you get into MIT. I will love you if you can get on honor roll. Like, everything has a condition. Everything has a catch. And it's probably the case that, well, that's great. I knew you could do it. I'm like... (laughs) When you actually achieve the thing as a child and you do the thing. Look at what I did. I did the thing. Aren't you so proud? Yeah, you did it. But, I mean, anybody could have done that. What would really impress me is if you could do this. Just constantly shifting that goal to the next thing. Those critical parents that poke and pick. That's that's an ugly one. If I, if I I I see some time I see some people that wear that overachieving mask and I just I wish they could just enjoy their own company. Um I don't know. It's sad. Hey, speaking of sad, it's time for another uh it's time for another Dana's toxic uh mask that he wears here's a here's a big one i do this one a lot the self-bashing mask <laughs> this is a good one i i do the self-bashing mask constantly um do you or a loved one talk down about yourselves even if you do this in jest or as a joke uh putting your your self-inflicted put-downs are a defense mechanism Meant to shield you from being made fun of or hurt. <laughs> well, again, a, a really close to home personal one. The self-bashing mask. The, I'm so stupid, I'm a piece of shit. I can't do anything right. Why won't I learn? I can never get a good job because I'm incompetent. This is an, an exaggerated sense of accountability and remorse they i they i use the self-bashing mask in a similar fashion to and sometimes the self-bashing mask can morph together with the humor mask i can self-bash myself and do it in a funny way so that's fun you can wear two at the same time um I want to kill myself. Yeah, that's that's one of them. That's one of them that's really close to home. The self-bashing mask. Um, where to start? There, I wrote the book on the shelf. Self-bashing mask. Um, you, well, I'll tell you where mine came from. Uh, I had an abusive childhood in both ways—physical and touchy, touchy. Uh, Then, after I was ruined, my mom couldn't love me anymore and I was neglected. And then I became the man of the house. But nothing I did was ever good enough. Also, my mom wore the self-bashing mask. So not only wasn't I good enough, but also I wasn't deserving of love. And she demonstrated how to wear the self-bashing mask. Oh, what fun. I have learned the self-bashing mask well. And then what I do... Is I find people that help me use this coping mechanism on the regular. I make friends and I am drawn to people that help me use this wonderful tool that I've cultivated for so long. Um, highly critical people, uh, people that will exploit you, people that will take advantage of you, and whatever you give and whatever you do is never good enough. And guess who's ready to be fully accountable for not being good enough? This guy right here. I am very ready to be uh, not good enough, not smart enough, uh, not organized enough, not proactive enough, not motivated enough. I don't have high enough self-esteem. I'm not competent enough. I'm not friendly enough. I am not well-mannered enough. I am not responsible enough. There are so many things that I will hold myself accountable to, and I am the worst at all of them. I am a piece of shit. I am garbage. I am worthless. I wish I didn't live. I am a cancer among society. I am the worst person. That is the self-bashing mask. The person that is always the punching bag, is always the scapegoat, and they have learned to wear that badge and they're ready to just be accountable for being the worst all the time because they are told that they are the worst all the time they are never good enough and it even gets to the point where the slights can be so minuscule like the people people can learn to take advantage of that and just say like, even when i think I did something good like look at this look what i did isn't this cool and i i'm proud of myself i'm like look what i made i made this thing and it's neat And then you can have that person that comes in and they're like, yeah, that's nice. Why didn't you do this this way? It would have been way better if you added this on here and you did this over like this. Yeah, you're right. I'm a piece of shit. What the fuck? (laughs) Like, that is the self-bashing mask. And you are just, you're in a hyper-vigilant state of being... Worthless. Um, you're just ready to be a letdown because you are so regularly the letdown. You're so regularly the scapegoat. You're so regularly the person to blame for everybody not having a good time. So, yeah, uh, if the conversation starts going towards where it could possibly lead to me Or anyone it even could be it could be totally different. Like sometimes it's like I'll look at somebody and maybe they look preoccupied or like they're busy and they're not being their regular friendly self. I'll immediately start bashing myself in my head and I'm ready for it. I'll be like, hey, I'm not sure what I did to make you upset, but I'm really sorry if you tell me what I did so I can try to fix it and maybe cheer you up. I I can tell that you're not having a good time being around me. That is the self-bashing mask, like proactive, like the the advanced level self-bashing mask. Um, I'm ready to take blame for somebody else's pout faced when I have no idea why they're upset, (laughs) or even if they are upset. Maybe they just haven't had coffee yet. I don't know. But I am ready to be that piece of shit that caused it. Oh boy. And so yeah. That, uh... If you want to criticize somebody and uh, take somebody down for not living up to expectations that I don't even know about, I'm your guy. Right here. I'm so good at that. Um So yeah, that's the self-bashing mask. Um nobody likes the self bashing mask. Uh it's it's draining to be around. Like you're like, no, you're not a piece of shit. And you have to I, I constantly need reassurance. <laughs> like I, I need a little bit of validation from time to time for them to be like, Nah, you're fine. It's okay. Don't worry about it. You're you're actually good. Nobody hates you. You're actually a competent person. Liking I, I like to hear that sometimes. It helps. Significantly, oh, here's a good one. Oh, let's see, let's see how this one goes. I, I think I might wear this one sometimes too. The avoidant mask, avoidant. Oh, I wear the avoidant mask when there's conflict because I hate conflict. Oh, the avoidant mask. The avoidant mask involves withdrawing into yourself for fear of rejection and judgment of your mistakes. You or a loved one may avoid saying much to others or being around others. Withdrawing can cause you or a loved one to be socially isolated. Yeah, I would love to, I I love to be avoidant oh, the avoidant mask. Yes. Um, I don't do good at holidays. I really get uncomfortable, uh, with the, with the stress and being under the, the magnifying glass of family during the holiday. Um, and it stresses me out. I just, I, I've, I've had a lot of bad holidays as a kid, uh, growing up and they aren't great for me i don't like them and i am always a little bit hyper vigilant coming into a holiday or a special occasion because it i just i it's like feeling impending doom coming and i'm just ready and stressed and i can't enjoy them which sucks um so i tend to get avoidant around the holidays I like to just kind of keep to myself, keep a low profile, withdraw a little bit, and have a nice quiet time, maybe watch a movie in the corner by myself, uh, have a, a low-key conversation with somebody off on the side. I, I don't want to be in the middle of everything. I don't want to have a big to-do. I don't want to have a bunch of family over and have to cook dinner and everything. I, I want to avoid that. And, oh, when I can't. When I have to be forced into those situations, and you just get prodded, oh, that feels bad. So yeah, I, I use the avoidant mask uh, around the holidays. Um, I think a lot of people use the avoidant mask when uh, they're they're in maybe an argument with. Uh, a spouse or a loved one, family member, uh, a coworker. worker Oh, hub. The avoidant mask. You could even use the avoidant mask uh, trying to keep away from, like, a work conversation. Like, uh, maybe it's time for your review with the boss. The avoidant mask. Yeah, your fear of rejection. Um, that's like the... Uh, <laughs> I went on a date with a girl, and I'm afraid to call her because I don't want to hear that maybe she doesn't want to go on another date with me. Or, I don't know. Uh, that's That could be uh, the avoidant mask. Um, yeah, I avoid conflict sometimes. Uh, I don't like to have conversations with people that could let them down or make them feel bad. Um, I don't like to come to people with complaints that I have, legitimate or not. Like if I have a complaint with you and it's legitimate, I will still avoid having that conversation because there's a chance I might hurt your feelings having that conversation with you. So I try not to do it. And I say try not to do it because I've, over the past couple of years, really gotten better at not being so avoidant. Um one of the best things you can do when you have an avoidant type of personality or you, you ha you wear the avoidant mask, um is maybe even like practice setting boundaries with people. Um practice telling people no. I think I think people with an avoidant mask tend to be people-pleasers because they don't like to set boundaries. They don't like to have confrontational discussions where they tell somebody no and let somebody down or um, reinforce something their needs or their expectations as opposed to just agreeing with other people's Um, people-pleasers and uh, people that they... They are always trying to uh, do things for other people to make people happy and help people like them better. Um, I think they tend to be avoidant about a lot of difficult conversations. Um, You can even have... It it doesn't necessarily even have to be about that. I mean, people can be avoidant about uh, attachment styles. Like, somebody who is uncomfortable having somebody love them may avoid situations where you have intimate conversations or, um, romantic, uh, romantic dinners or any, any type of situation where you could talk about something vulnerable, um, where you would actually get closer to somebody, um, some people don't want to get close they don't want to have those they 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 look at that like weakness like they're sharing their vulnerabilities they're sharing their weaknesses and they're giving up their power or they're they're showing their flaws and it's going to bring down their sense of self-worth um they can be avoidant uh not not i, I don't avoid those kind of conversations Um, I'll tell you what does make me avoidant. Um, I actually really like to talk about vulnerabilities and I like to talk about my mental problems, (laughs) my difficulties, we'll call them. Um, or even like, uh, difficult situations, life situations, things that have happened to me in my past. I like having those conversations because I like having other people's perspectives. I like, um, even just like working through it, like the talk therapy of just kind of, like really going through the emotional stuff again. Um, it helps me process and it makes me feel better. Um, maybe I get a little validation from somebody. Maybe uh, I gain a new perspective. Maybe they don't agree with me. Maybe they disagree with me, but I can gain another perspective and actually learn something. I appreciate that too. That makes me closer to somebody. Um, the things that make me avoidant about Intimacy with people are when you've attempted over and over again to have those deep connection based conversations, but it's like you just hit a wall. Like they either have a boundary up where they don't want to make that connection with you, or maybe they're too emotionally immature to understand your perspective, or maybe they just don't like having emotional conversations and they want to avoid. A difficult conversation from their own perspective maybe they don't want to uh, get into something that they find uncomfortable to talk about that um, or maybe they just don't like having those types of conversations maybe they find it draining maybe they don't I, I mean I suppose there's people out there that don't want to have those type of conversations and Maybe they they can't understand your perspective, but when I keep running into walls where somebody just doesn't seem to get me or doesn't seem to get what I my point of view or um, be able to offer uh, constructive feedback in those kind of conversations, that's where I can be avoidant. It's like I've tried with you over and over again to talk about things and to express myself and to build a connection and you just don't get it, and you're not giving me anything useful, and it sucks to do, and I'm going to avoid it now because it just doesn't feel good to do. That it, it it doesn't get anywhere. It's circular. It goes on and on without any resolution. Um, there's never any common ground where I feel like there's a connection, and I'm going to avoid those conversations now because it just doesn't feel good. Um you just put up. You'll avoid, um, and I guess I avoid telling somebody that. Like I, I wouldn't want to tell them that. Wow, your vapid shit really sucks to listen to, and I'd really like a meaningful connection with you. But you're an emotional child, and I can't. I can't express to you things in a way that you seem to be able to comprehend and that sucks and it makes me tired to talk to you <laughs> can you imagine why i would avoid having a conversation like that with someone <laughs> that would suck to hear that would be gar. like i would feel really bad saying that to somebody i so that i would avoid that i would be very avoidant <laughs> i'd wear the avoidant mask oh how much time we got oh Schniggy, we've got um We've got nine, no, less than nine minutes left. We've got some of these masks to get through. Number eight, the controlling mask. Ooh, let's get into the controlling mask. I hate this one. Sometimes I do it, too. Um, the controlling mask wearer strives for a different type of perfection. If you use this mask, you will try to control everything around you so you can achieve a sense of security. A person wearing this mask may plan every detail of an outing (laughs) demanding their plans get used and keep a very neat and tidy room house or workspace okay well i do this one in terms of feeling secure in my environment um I know somebody who does this one in controlling other people. I, can, I, I internalize mine, and I know somebody that externalizes theirs. Um, the way I internalize my controlling mask is when I find something that makes sense or makes my life more efficient or makes my loved one's lives more efficient, I try to share that with them and like an example is i keep the downstairs bathroom closed because the cats like to go in there and they tear up the shower curtain they track kitty litter in the shower and make leave little muddy footprints all over the place they pull the toilet paper off the roll they are bad they get cat litter on the floor in there and i don't want to walk in crumbs when i take a shower um, there's a lot of reasons I like to keep the bathroom door closed and it's so easy to prevent all this extra mess and headache so I wear the controlling mask and I try to get everyone to close the downstairs bathroom door so the cats aren't jerks it makes everyone's lives better by doing it but when someone doesn't do it I get aggravated because it's a super easy thing to do that saves you a lot of work and then I always end up being the one to do that work because the person that left the door open just doesn't care, obviously. So the controlling mask, I will patrol the house before I leave and I will make sure that that door is closed. So the cats don't make a mess. Um, same thing with my laundry. I like my laundry folded a certain way. Um, I like my dress shirts to be damp when I hang them up so I can shake them out and get all the wrinkles out because I don't like to iron. Ironing sucks. Um, I like my pants folded so they're not all wrinkly. I like them out of the dryer when the dryer gets done and I fold my pants and my dress shirt so that, or my work shirt so that they're not all wrinkly. Um, I like to have things neat, like I like my desk neat, I like my dresser neat, I like things organized, I like my tools in certain places so I can find them. It gives me a sense of security knowing that I can go to a place and find what I need there and not have to worry about not having something that I need. That gives me security. Now the controlling mask on the other side of it. Um, I see why it exists, and I hate it. Um, the controlling strives for it's a different type of perfection. Um, you will try to control everything around you so you can achieve a sense of security. A person wearing this mask may plan every detail of an outing demanding their plans get used. Oh, the vacations that suck. The itinerary people. The list people, the people that get their sense of security by jamming every single activity into and out, like going on errands. You have to stop 100 places instead of three. Um, You go on a vacation coming back feeling like you just got through boot camp. There's no time for rest, no time for relaxation. It's just go, 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 go. I personally don't understand that one because I don't know anybody that likes being around that type of crazy making um, it's exhausting and it has to be exhausting for the person doing it I just it I don't it must give them a sense of security knowing that they're in control of the agenda and they're getting the most out of every single experience but sometimes getting the most out of an experience is chilling the fuck out i they must be they must be avoidant i mean that kind of controlling must be the, they they just don't want to be alone with themselves they don't want to have downtime to actually like reflect on themselves and process things they just have to go all the time i don't know but there's the controlling mask they just have to have it in control has to be done a certain way whatever sometimes that's me i like my laundry done a certain way i like my cast iron frying pan maintained a certain way um I like my coffee made a certain way because I'm really fussy about my coffee. If I'm going to have coffee, I'm going to have the goddamn best coffee and it's not hard to do. love coffee. Coffee is freaking important. I'm controlling about my coffee. I'm controlling about my cast iron frying pan. I love my cast iron frying pan. I've had it for more than half my life. It's a great freaking pan. I wish people would take care of my pan. They don't love it the way I do. Anyway, the people-pleasing mask. Here's another one of my toxic traits. Yeah, Uh, the people-pleasing mask. I just want this. I don't even need to read this. Uh, Your self-esteem depends on the acceptance from others. Yeah, I feel worthless, and I will do anything for anyone so that I can make them feel good. I just want to make people feel good. I want to do nice things for them. I want to make them feel special because I know what it's like to not feel good and not feel special and not feel like people will do anything for me. So I do things for everyone else to help them feel that. And I live vicariously through the good feeling that those people have. I feel like... I was never good enough, I feel like, um, I, w- I was abused and couldn't be loved and that I- I- I never can do anything right, I'm criticized, I'm cut down, I'm emotionally just trash. Um, I think all of my masks are really related to, um, uh, emotional and physical abuse, uh, as a child and right up now, like to today, I mean, it's, it happens. People aren't great and people that wear these kind of masks attract the people that will help you use them. Um, the people pleasing mask, man, I'll do anything for anybody and it's hard for me to say no because I don't want to let anybody down. The people-pleasing mask, it eventually wears you out and you just, you overbook yourself, you spread yourself too thin, and you just, you lock up. You get overwhelmed and you kind of explode. Sometimes you lose your shit on people and it achieves the opposite of what you wanted it to. I'm gonna go over my hour, holy cow, I've got two left to do. The socializer mask. Uh, if you wear the socializer mask, you will use your ability to talk with anyone to mask insecurity. Um, though you may have acquaintances, you may not have meaningful friends because you keep conversations from going too deep. Oh boy, the socializer mask. Surface level conversations that don't get to anything good. Um Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sports. Let's talk about shirts. Let's talk about work. Let's talk about the weather. Let's talk about blah. Hey, let me talk about my time my mom died. Nope, 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 nope. I just want to talk about work and network and I want to talk about my cat and... I want to talk about my dog. I want to talk about my cute nephew. I want to talk about this. I'll talk your ear off about this thing I have going on at work. I'll talk your ear off about uh, this thing I planted in my garden. I'll talk your ear off about the weird sound my lawnmower's making. I'll tell you all about my car. I'll tell you all about my clothes. I'll tell you about this cool song I heard. But don't make me talk about anything that has actual content that will bring us close together. Oh, the Socializer Mask. They know a lot of people, but they not a lot of people know them. Because they won't let people get to know them. It's too uncomfortable. They use conversation to avoid dealing with their shit. The Socializer Mask. That one... It's not the worst to deal with, in my opinion. I mean, they're just surface-level vanilla people. They're a little tiring, I think, at times. I don't really like those kind of conversations. Um, But some people just want to talk about that. So, whatever. I'm just not going to go out of my way to try to form a meaningful relationship with somebody who... Just wants to talk about vapid shit. I just don't like it. Um, uh-oh, I don't like the name of this one. The conformist mask. Let's see if I'm this one. Um if you wear the conformist mask, you seek to follow what everyone else around you is doing. You're desperate for acceptance and will follow cues from others and social groups you want to belong to. Okay. I do not have that one. I think I have opposite that one. Um I do not want to fit in sam I am. I do not want to be like everyone else and I will almost always say the awkward thing that differentiates me from everyone else in the group making me the odd man out. I don't know what that is. Maybe it's self sabotage or what. Maybe I want to wear a conformist mask. But I don't want people to accept me because I'm scared? I don't know. Uh, That could be it. Maybe I would like to try on the conformist mask so that I could be accepted by other people. But I have ideals and core beliefs that just don't let me conform. I just can't do it. Like, if I don't believe in something, or uh, like sports are a great example... I could probably have a lot of friends that like would like me just because I liked a certain team or liked a certain sport, and I could learn all about that sport and all about that team, and I could have some really good sports friends that would accept me and I could hang out with. But I think sports are freaking stupid. They're adults that make millions of dollars to sport with a ball. A ball. I'm playing with a ball. And I'm not Seven. I'm 27, and I make $1 million because I'm really good at playing with this ball. I hate sports. See, that that contradicts a core belief, and I will not conform. Nope. I don't know a lot of conformist people. Like, I... I think I just don't want to be around them. And they're probably safe, good people. But again, there's just, it feels like there's no content there. They just, I'm generic guy, man, woman. I am exactly the same as all of the other guy, man, woman. I like the things they like and eat. No. Um, what causes people to wear personality masks? Social pressures, bullying, abuse, fear, Uh, No matter the direct cause or motivation, masking typically typically helps people protect your true self from further emotional harm and lower self-esteem. After all, people can't reject you for who you truly are if they never get to know you. Um, I have not touched on neurodivergent uh, versus neurotypical, um, That could be a whole episode by itself. Um, The masks that autistic people and people with uh, different cognitive states, they wear those to just be normal. Um, That could, again, that could be a whole show. I think it's super interesting. Um, I think I might have a little bit of brain damage, uh, from abuse and from head injuries that actually gives me a little bit of an ADHD, uh, autism type weirdness from time to time. Uh, like, I like stimming. I like, I like, I like having a little thing in my hand all the time to fiddle with. My legs always twitching. Um, I'm always picking at something I have to pick. I have to, I have to pick at things. Um, yeah. So I, I, I think I'm obviously undiagnosed. I'm diagnosing myself because that's super healthy to do. I can, I can just do that with the internet. Um, (laughs) but anyway, I think, uh, the masks that autistic people wear are awesome. And I would like to talk about that a lot, but I'm not going to do that right now. Um, the next steps. Uh, One of the first steps you can take is to determine what causes you to wear a mask around others. Uh, You may be able to use this new self-awareness to start dropping your mask and discover your true self. This may help others become closer to you, but you should be prepared for rejection. (laughs) Change isn't always easy, and the reality is not everyone will like you for who you are. (laughs) Well, yes. Um, there's always the possibility that when someone liked you, they only liked the mask. And when you take it off and you actually act like yourself, um, they might not like you. (laughs) Uh, that's probably good. Honestly, I mean, that was a superficial relationship. Get rid of it. Pew! Um... If you find you need help addressing your underlying reason for wearing a mask or letting your mask go, you may want to consider talking to a counselor or a loved one. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's it's about coping strategies, coping mechanisms, dealing with anxiety, stress, fear, self-loathing. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, I hope you found our Halloween special special. Um, I feel like we covered a lot of good topics and, uh, I hope everybody has a lovely Halloween and get your, uh, get your insulin ready. Cause there's going to be a lot. I, I, I'm going to have, I want to eat candy before I go to bed. I want to eat candy right now. And it's bedtime. I just want candy, but I'm not going to eat it. I'm gonna to go to bed I'm gonna drink my freaking water they'll to go to bed and you guys you're the best keep those masks up and don't let them see you. con everybody con everybody just take advantage of everybody you're gonna be an American by the end of this episode you could just wear those masks oh I don't know how to end an episode right I'm just making people mad i feel like you guys have a good night i love you all and i hope you have a great halloween and i hope you're lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell